Welcome to the come up, where we help you take it to the top of your game. So today we had a surprise guest that stopped in, and we were talking about the immigration policy. So as we were talking, I thought this would be a good time to really highlight this episode. So we have here with us today Mr. Kevin Forbes, and he is a part of the African Caribbean Chambers of Commerce. He's also on the Detroit Immigration Task Force. And he's here today and he just wanted to talk about immigrants, business owner, and their value to the U.S. But before the conversation gets started, I just wanted to point out three points that, or should I say three facts, that is true. Um, 30% of new companies that started back in 2016 were started by immigrants. Second point is more than half of companies that's worth $1 billion are founded by immigrants. And last but not least, last year over 37,000 applications were denied for access to the United States. So my question is, what's going to happen to America if they don't let immigrants in our country. But Mr. Forbes and Mr. Michael Van Tool will be taking the lead on this podcast today. I am just going to sit back and listen. So thank you for joining us. And the next voice you will hear will be Mike Van Tool and Kevin Forbes. Thank you. My name is Kevin Forbes, a member of uh, Detroit Immigration Task Force and a board member for the Detroit uh, African Caribbean Chamber of Commerce. Well, um, you know, my name's Mike Van Tool. Great. It's glad that you're here, part of the come up. Uh, and uh, we're excited about uh, to hear about you and uh, the work that you do. Um, uh, obviously, it's, uh, it's a lot on immigration issues, and it's been... Uh, you know, it's in, in the news every day now. Uh, immigration is, it's always, it has been a major issue in this country for many years, and it just seems like every year it's just, we're right back where we started. It doesn't get any better, and there are a lot of policies that are not uh, fair. Um, it's not an even playing field, and I know you see this every day. Yes. So what, what are some of the things that you uh, are working with in your capacity? Well, some of the things we're working with um, is the Detroit Immigration Task Force. Uh, well, the two organizations I work with, Detroit Immigration Task Force and the African Caribbean Chamber of Commerce, both of them work with immigrants in Detroit doing business. Okay. How to be forced to business in Detroit with immigrants. Um, and there was a move on the statewide side. So they wanted to force some more inclusiveness of the immigrant community and promote business. One of the things that came out of it, uh, they started Bangalore Town in Hamtramck. Mm-hmm. A lot of businesses, Bangalore immigrants and the businesses get together and they now have something. There's a lot of things promoting more immigrant business to come into the city, into the state. What is Bangalore? Bangalore. So, uh, there's a country next near India called Bangalore. Oh, okay. So, that's people from that area. Uh-huh. That's what they call Bangalore. So that's their group. 
so they they have their own community. So there's a couple immigrant communities, and you got immigrant business communities, and that's what ends up building the foundations for a lot of cities. And from the bigger picture, you end up having a lot of cities. They have this thing called welcoming cities, and what that is is cities promoting and welcoming immigrant communities because immigrants are 1.8 times more likely to start a business. Well, then why Americans. is so why why is there so much stuff out about uh, not including immigrants? Because uh, you got the cross between politics and business. Politicians trying to go one way because of their own feelings. Yeah, business but, community, but, it does, but it doesn't work. It doesn't no. work. We need immigrants. Look, there's some hospitals now that yes. are, are want to encourage immigrants from uh, here in Metro Detroit from the Philippines. Half uh, of the, almost a third of the hospitals, half of the, the nurses around here is Filipinos. And that's dating back from, I think, World War II, sometime when they had a lot. The, the U.S. is more dependent on immigrants than most people think. But they don't like to talk about it. They see it, don't know how it happened. But they, they, it's needed. Yeah, well, that political end of it is—it doesn't make any sense at all. And the, it doesn't make any the sense. The typical thing you have is more white-facing people who say we just want the city, the country, to stay this way, and people who saying it's just about us. So these—they think somebody's coming. Well, we coming know down. that it's a lot of conservatives right. and Republicans in the right wing that doesn't want immigration. But even they, a lot of them own businesses. They themselves yes. will take immigrants in their business, but then they'll go out a, as a political and, issue and a wedge issue and say, no, we don't want immigrants and, in here. And that's hence the difference between politi political the size hypocrisy. versus the business side. They'll say from a political standpoint, I don't like immigrants, but all of them have immigrants yes. in their businesses. Even Trump yes. was hiring illegal immigrants. Yes. I illegal. You know, but the, that, that's the hypocrisy because yes. a lot of the, the countries always stood on immigrants. The U.S. from its concept from the time they came over and they started this stuff, it's basically on immigrants. With immigrants coming over and also using immigrants. And it's got to be fair because how come a lot of European, white Europeans are encouraged to come over here and to work and to build businesses, but then people of color aren't, aren't encouraged to do the same thing? It's got to be fair. Two parts of that. You got the people in who making the policy are the ones keep promoting it. And the other side is the rest of us don't say nothing. Mm. Because that's always my thing. Immigrants need to stand up and say something. Immigrants have come here and got citizenship and oh, they're doing stuff. Stop acting like you're not an immigrant. Because right. a lot of people become an immigrant and do business and everything, and then they don't say anything about immigrant values. But if you're an immigrant and you did you're doing business, now, okay, we need to get more immigrants coming and doing business. So say something about allowing immigrant businesses in. And there are a lot of immigrant businesses that can't come in the U.S. There's some guy, There's a, probably about half a billion dollars parked in Canada because they can't get visas to come into the U.S. A mm. lot of businesses, they, they're stopping them. So, and even within the U.S., a lot of businesses are stuck propping up everywhere. A lot of states and even cities uh, putting this stuff out there because they want businesses, they want immigrants and immigrant businesses out there. Minnesota, Massachusetts, Boston, a lot of these places are actively bringing in immigrants to try start immigrant businesses. But if you look at the bigger political stand, you'll hear them say, oh, we don't want immigrants. No. On the un an undertone, there's a lot of people pushing for immigration because yes. they know they need, the U.S. needs it. The U.S., 
population, a lot. If you watch, look at the last census. The northern states are losing population. And what do they do? Encourage immigrants to come in to help prop up their population and yeah. to start businesses. I don't know how long this, these conservatives in the right wing will push for that when this country cannot function without immigrants. I, all I'm, look, I immigrated here from Panama in 1988, okay? I. I've heard people talk, say things to me, not knowing that I immigrated here, and tell me I, I'm, I, you know, immigrants are taking other people's jobs. Right now, we need immigrants to come over here and work. There, there's look. My, I went to Wendy's the other day. It was shut down at four o'clock in the afternoon. They didn't have enough people. McDonald's was closed because they didn't have enough people. Uh, some of these restaurants are closing uh, the lobbies and just taking drive-through. We, uh, the hospitals. They're shutting hospitals down because they don't have enough medical personnel. This country needs immigrants. Yes, they do. And I came over ninety from the Bahamas to go to school. And after I graduated, I went outside of Chicago to Chamber. Well, actually, I was trying to get into Motorola Chamber. Mm-hmm. I was staying in Carpentersville. And I went out there and I'm looking. A lot of Mexican immigrants out there. But they're working jobs. But they're doing every job. Yes. So they're willing to go and take the housekeeping job, take the janitorial job. They're willing to work every and job. you know so a lot of Americans don't want to do some of that hard work. They don't want to go out and work on the farm and pick off, pick the fruits and, and vegetables and things like that. Um, you know, uh, we, we need to encourage uh, uh, policies. Right, and that's that, the thing. That, what yeah. they're doing, what they had is they have policies to, like they have migrant workers that allow some people to come in with the farmers because farmers know they need immigrants. They work Americans and regular Americans are not going to go pick their those uh, fruits and stuff. Right. They've seen it. People have tried it and they said they're not going to do it. So they have some visas to let some immigrants come in. But it's still not enough. But you know, it, we, yes, you're right. We have to make more noise about this because the immigration policies in this country are, they're just as bad as they were under Trump. Yes. You know, Joe Biden President Biden is using the same Title II uh, law that Trump used, that we didn't like under Trump, to keep immigrants out. Biden is using that same law to keep the Haitians, to throw the Haitians out of Texas and ship them back to Haiti, back into um, uh, 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 this, um, what is it, Uh, gang-infested streets. The, the country, Haiti, still hasn't recovered from uh, hurricanes and earthquakes. Uh, the president of Haiti was just assassinated. We're taking these people and throwing them right back into this hell called Haiti. What Instead did? of let, giving them due process here in this country. It's unethical. It's unfair. And Kamala Harris, Vice President Kamala Harris, needs to... Speak out and say something more forceful against the about this. This is racist. Yeah, the, the conservatives are forcing the Democrats and liberals to be scared to be immigrant lovers, to even have a decent immigrant. And that's policy. why Biden ended up yes. getting all these planes and and, and shipping yes, them over because, because he wanted to. He didn't want to be under pressure. Yes, they're trying to appease people. Stand on a policy. Yeah, you talk about. You know the country needs immigrants. You know there's a certain policy. Stand on your policies and stop trying to say, well, I, w- I need to show them that I don't like immigrants. Because they keep the other folks with the conservatives talk about, oh, you're going to let the borders stay open. 
the other side doesn't control the narrative. They let the conservatives control the narrative to make it seem like there's a swarm of immigrants coming in. No, no. Look and at I, the numbers. It's the same, almost the same thing. Swarm, Keep the yeah. same policies mm-hmm. and bring the same set of and people. And be fair. Be fair. Fair. If you're going to let other people um, uh, come over, then and with due process, then let Haitians do have due process. I bet you. Now I'm not speaking for them, but I know. There's at least one of those two. Well, there's fifteen thousand people living under that in that under that mm-hmm. bridge in Texas. I bet you some of them. I don't care if it was one that would rather be there under that bridge than back in Haiti. They do just but, at that, that bridge. But even with that, with the, uh, also under U.S. policies, the U.S. with people that don't know. A lot of what's in Haiti is the U.S. doing. The U.S. has been involved in yes. Haitian politics <laughs> yes. for about a hundred years. Yes. So you, how do you help cause a country to get into disarray? Wasn't there a number of Americans involved in that assassination plot? Haitian Americans, yes. Yes. Sitting there handcuffed yes. that day. They but know who did it. Half of the elected government in Haiti has been, the U.S. has had a hand in it. So you cause issues in the country, cause the country to have to go into disarray. Then say, well, I don't want to do it, help the people in any way. Right, right. But you kind of, you got to have consistent policies yeah, yeah. for whoever the immigrants coming in. Because again, with the thing similar to Cuba, Cubans have their policy with Cuba is you step foot on American soil, you get access. But you do that to Mexicans and Caribbeans and Africans. Oh no, we can't let you in like that. Right. Because oh, the numbers are different. No. Stick with the same policy. That has, shouldn't be with numbers. It has to do with sticking to the policy. This is just um, this immigration thing. It's a, it's not just about the fairness issue and asylum, but it but yes, it's also about the fairness to do business and make money, and that's what really is keeping us back too. It's not fair uh, how we're being treated internationally when we do business. And then we're, we're uh, like you said, how much money sitting in Canada right now that we can't even, that money's locked up over there. It's not being able to they, release here. They, so they won't let, their biz, there's businesses who people, had businesses. There's one guy, I can't remember the name of him. He actually had a multi-million dollar business. His, they let his, his visa, they wouldn't give him a residency. So he had to leave. He was on a uh, student visa, some mm-hmm. work visa. So he, he had to leave, so he time. went and go to, went to Canada, and he said, "Listen, if I don't get my, I think this is back in 2010. So by 2015, 16, his thing was, if I don't get my visa straightened out, residency, I'm gonna just move my business from the U.S. and put it in Canada. Wow, because the U.S. wouldn't let me in. And these are people who had multi-million dollar businesses. You know, um, President Obama said that when he was in, he said he could have got more things done if." We made more noise. If we wrote more letters to Washington, if we called more Congress people, if we went to Washington, if, you know, that thing about the squeaky wheel gets the oil, that's what would happen. What can we do now in order to move this immigration issue forward? That's the thing with the, um, since I came out today to go to the rally downtown to talk, call to action about this, um, this situation with the Haitians. Mm-hmm. More, the issue I've had is immigrants come, they get straight, and then they forget they're immigrants. <laughs> Nobody talks no, about immigrant yeah, rights. We heard this before. We, 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 we get there, and then we forget everybody right. else, and we feel like we made it all by right. ourselves, and we don't have, we don't, we, we don't have no issues yes. anymore. Because you know? blacks do it. 
when they made it to certain attain a certain power and credibility then they say well i get you on my own i didn't need it but it's not a black issue but immigrants need to do the same you need we need to say hey we're immigrants we made it yes i made it but now that we got to help the way for other people to Mm, come in and help with immigration policies talk about immigration policies. show that we're here because a lot of times i've had a lot of people say kevin i want to know that the humans were here if you didn't if i didn't know you or i wouldn't know you were caribbean if you didn't Caribbean people, if you didn't say so, mm-hmm. a lot of Caribbean people aren't on their jobs talking about being Caribbean. But yeah. everywhere I go, people know me as Mr. Bahamas. Because everywhere I go, I let make it known I'm from the Bahamas. And that's where I'm from. And I promote the Bahamians, I promote Caribbean culture. But we have more pe- need more people to do that. And then they'll, the squeaky wheel gets to, like you say, squeaky wheel gets the noise, the oil. A lot of times, people look at all sitting there with politics. Oh, politicians only doing for this one and that one because they're making noise. When do we have big rallies for immigrant rights? When do we have big rallies for other stuff? We always say it's only them, but we need to push it, uh, push something, and that's what breaks uh, causes people to move. You need to get in politicians' face. You need to put yeah. yourself out there. We need to be known here because I'm even working on a state level. I've watched which communities the state looks at because they have made the noise. They have the people, but they also say something to get the attention of the politicians. Yes, and you know, a lot of these uh, conservatives, it's not because they have so many great numbers of people. No, they're just not noisy. They make a lot of noise. Yes. They have a lot of money, too, but they make a lot of noise. That's why. But the majority of people don't agree with them. The majority of Americans do not agree with a lot of those policies of the right. Conservatives make up only about a third of the country. One third. However, when it comes to something, they're so passionate. They'll get up there and put their life on the line. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the immigrant community, a lot of other folks, be so conservative when it comes to doing stuff. So we'll sit on the sideline. Issues wouldn't, not issues get us to come out. Because my thing I always tell people, what would get get you to get out there and march? What issue yes. are you willing to get out yeah. and march for? Because yeah. we talk about civil rights. Back in the civil rights era, a lot of people still wouldn't get out and march. Mm-hmm. Be thankful for it that it happened. Yes. But so how many of those people would not have gotten out and marched for it? I've even looked at, uh, I've had someone tell me about Jamaica. This one lady said, well, I didn't, I, did, I, I didn't want Jamaica to be independent. I think it should have stayed under the British rule. Oh, really? I'm like, wow. Wow. But you have but that's the thing. You have these a lot of people don't speak step out and speak for what other people want. And the people who want it sometimes don't say as much. In the Bahamas, when we go on our independence, we shut the country down. Like around in the six in the sixties. Mm. They literally shut the country down like, no, we're not gonna take this no more. So again, what are you willing to stand out and fight for, get out there, march for, and say, listen, we've had enough, we need change. Well, thinking about doing something, uh, here, I want to be able to work with your organization and be a part of it. Uh, I think what you're doing is great, and I think it's needed right now, and we need to get vocal, and we need to band together, and we need to make a difference. So, you know, I really appreciate what you're doing, and I'd like to, you know, work with you on this uh, in the future. Um, you know, look, thank you so much uh, for what a spirited, this is, I, I think this is one of the most spirited yeah. conversations we've had on the come up, um, and uh, we appreciate you for being here. What's the name of the organization again well, that you're a part the of? The Immigration, Detroit Immigration Task Force. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Raquel Castaneda Lopez. City Council member. Yes, Council okay. member. And she spearheaded a lot of things, working with that. We've done a lot of work. People don't know. Like the Detroit uh, ID came out of that. Mm. So a lot of things. But these things that people are passionate about. And, that, and they're thankful for being here today. It was mm. nice to talk about it. Because the thing is, finding stuff that people are passionate about this stuff. I'm passionate about it. I am too. So whenever it comes uh, to this, I'm on it to talk about it. And I think we need to get more people to be passionate about these things that affects all of us. Yes. And um, uh, Kevin Forbes. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure and a very spirited conversation. I think the most spirited one that we've had uh, on the show. It's, you know, it brings out the passion and sincerity and, yes. um, you know, and sometimes the anger because th- we don't need to just sit here and take this. You but anger is good. Yes, yes it is because it causes action. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for joining the Come Up today. We had some great topic. As you can see, I was just sitting back and listening. These guys really took a toll on this topic today, and we wanted to say thank you again to Mr. Forbes for stopping in and joining us on the Come Up, where we help to take you to the top of your game. Thanks again.